0: Kathy Tran um, talked about her parents and how they came to the U.S. as boat refugees from Vietnam when she was two years old. And um, she mentioned that they had waited in a Malaysian island. This is very interesting to me because I did not know, I, I had not realized that refugees had to wait such a long time in third islands um, like these, and the other thing that left me off guard when she was talking about her her parents' experiences, with the, was that she said that her parents had to wait 13 months for the paperwork um, to come to them uh, for them to be able to shift to the U.S. and start their new life. And she and in this course she mentioned that this was actually very less than what uh, like refugee refugees now have to wait have to go through. And um, personally, I did not know that I, while I knew that sometimes refugees had to wait a lot um, of time to be resettled in the third country, I had not realized that um, this was actually a very common thing. Um, And uh, while I was doing some research, the UNHCR website mentioned that it takes on an average nearly about years for refugees to be relocated, and I was astonished by the figures that I saw. And while I was digging into more research, I also found out that these refugees who um, enter the resettlement process um, do not get to choose where they want to be resettled, what country they get to go. Um, And this was very confusing for me because um, Kathy Tran mentioned that her parents chose um, to come to the U.S. And thus, I was I wasn't sure like um, that they were different. And I realized that there were different processes from different um, um, for different people from like depending on where they're from, their needs, the urgency for them to be relocated. And um it was very interesting to know that some refugees did not have the choice to decide where they w- would um, spend the rest of their life. And this was very concerning for me. And um, so um, Kathy Tran talked about how um, after resettlement, these refugees um, like do not get proper jobs because they are so-called overqualified um, and thus, um, they end up settling for work, like taxi drivers and waiters. And um, and personally, I think th- this is where these prejudices for these refugees come from, that they're only able to work low-wage jobs because um, they don't have the language, they don't um, have the skill set. But I guess it's also because... In reality, there is no system for these refugees to be able to apply, thrive in in a higher wage job. Um, Kathy Tran talked about the state's language access policies and how the Virginia Department of Health used Google Translate to translate information about the COVID guidelines that they were showing on TV and how These translations were not um, accurate. She mentioned that these translations in Spanish um, uh, translated to saying that individuals did not need to take the vaccine. And um, I think there are attempts, there there should be attempts on both sides, um, from the refugee side and the host country side, um, to like better the situation. I um, I think that refugees should be signing up for English classes, um, learning common the common language of the country that they've been resettled to. And um, they could go to organizations like the Blue Ridge Literacy, as well as um, the nation putting in effort by um, having proper translators In um, important required places like news channel news channels for when emergencies um, are being announced, like um, evacuation and like important news um, in police stations, hospitals, and um, she also talked about how the Department of Motor Vehicles offer driver knowledge tests in different languages. However, they only provide the driver's manual in. Um, English and Spanish and um, similarly the unemployment hotline um, was like it does have the option of a third language but um, the no, when you press the number three on your phone um, nobody really picks up that call because there's a shortage shortage of people who speak different languages who work at these places. So I guess it's important for um, the nation state to incorporate that there are translators and people from different people who speak different languages to be working in uh, particular spaces so that refugees um, have it easier. Um, I think that it is important uh, for these host countries to actively work on their issues and make sure that the refugees have a safe and easy environment to deal with um, shifting to another country. Um, I know this can bring about uh, different questions and um, um, Kathy Tran also talked about this. And when she said that um, there would be questions about what languages should be included, and um, how this would differ from state to state, country to country, depending on uh, the population of refugees and the common language that they speak. And um, I think it is very important that the nation states address this and um, they incorporate um, the literacy of these refugees to actively work to figure out how to deal with these issues, these questions, um, so that the refugees have a, have an easier time. Um, I think it was really nice um, to listen to her talk about all the different things that she has been doing and all the efforts that she has been putting in for these refugees. And personally, it was really nice hearing um, the different changes that she was able to bring um, to make the lives of these refugees so much easier. She talked about the passing of the law that um, helped the establishment of the Office of the New Americans. And um, it was it is a great initiative to be able to help these refugees, ensuring the state policies and resources being accessible to these refugees. Um, uh, to these immigrants, and um, through the organization, being able to center um, the perspective of someone who's not been in this country for a long time, for someone who's been uh, going through a great deal of problems, settling down in a new country, and so that uh, they, like people are um, people can hear these perspectives and thus provide any assistance that they might require. And uh, this organization would be able to give the right support, um, skill assistance, education assistance, um, and anything else that they might need. And I think it's it is a really good initiative. And um, I think it's important that there are people out there who um, continuously work for these refugees um, to have a better life in in their um, settled country. And um, she also talked about um, the new Voting Rights Act, the driver's privilege cards, and the protecting of the DMV data from ICE. And I think it's very important that people look at these small issues that um, refugees go through that are not um, addressed usually, and um, the allowing of uh, undocumented refugees to be um, to be able to apply for scholarship for in-state scholarships to go to college, um, and um, working on licensing problems for occupations like she talked about. The um, there is um, there are refugees who are overqualified and they don't know how to work through the system to be able to getting the jobs that they want. So she has been working to develop a work group that looks at these um, refugee barriers um, for specific workforces so that these refugees can be told um, the resources that they need, um, the places that they should visit, the things that they need to do to be able to get the job that they want. Um, And she also talked about the funding formula and said that, um, like, more funding was needed um, in terms of uh, like basic education or like organizations and um, the working in a federal government and state policies. And she said that um, it is as the federal government works um, to Ensure like who who can come into the country, how many people, where do they go? It is important for state policies and state governments to ensure that um, there are state level changes um, because refugees also they like refugees in particular states they come under these um, state policies and it's important that state governments work um, to build like their lives easier, like to pass laws that help these refugees ensure a better life. And I think it was very inspiring listening to her talk about her um, uh, her parents coming from uh, Vietnam and all the changes that she was able to make in um, these lives by everything that she has been doing. And I think it was really inspiring.